Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Hello, and welcome back to the third in the series of my A to Z travel writing tips. And this week, we're going to be looking at cliches, conversational, cadence, and cycle back to the beginning. So let's kick it off with cliches. When you're writing travel books or travel guides, it's way too easy to fall back into the comfort and familiarity of cliches. So what's the definition of a cliche? Well, it's a phrase or an opinion that's overused. And in my mind, it betrays a lack of original thought. There's lots of different types of cliches that you may find yourself overusing. One of them is uh, familiar cliches like hidden gem. That is my personal pet hate. Hidden gem, secret gem, off the beaten path gem. Another is the use of adjectives or adverbs that don't actually describe anything tangible. For example, cozy, charming, quaint. So let's have a look at some other common travel writing cliches. Hidden gem, bustling market, hearty meals, vibrant landscape, breathtaking views, quaint setting, mouth-watering, sun-drenched. If you're using an adjective that describes a given, what value is it adding to your writing? For example, a bustling market, a vibrant market, a colourful market. None of these add any value because the majority of markets are colourful, vibrant and bustling. So if you want to portray a market with those elements, take a look at the scene and pinpoint exactly what sticks out for you. What makes the market you're visiting unique? When you use a show and tell technique, you can help to avoid cliches. If your first thought is that your hotel lobby is cosy, rather than telling your reader that, describe the grand fireplace or the plush chintz sofas, the Tiffany lamp casting a subtle orange glow on the room, the aroma of hot chocolate. This way, your reader can envisage themselves sinking into the sofa in front of the fire, reading a book and sipping on a hot beverage. And in their imagination, they're thinking how cosy it is. But let them come to that conclusion themselves rather than telling them this is a cosy room and giving them nothing to base your interpretation on. Other sets of cliches to be attracted to are outdated words that you wouldn't actually say in day-to-day conversation. Writers may add these to their writing to sound eloquent, but they end up sounding a bit pretentious. When was the last time you talked to your friend about an eatery you visited for dinner? Tell it like it is, rather than using words that don't actually convey a mental image. Here's a couple of articles that should help you avoid travel cliches. Uh, Traveller did an article called Travel Cliches to Avoid. Travel Blog Academy wrote about 15 travel cliches we all use but shouldn't. And The Battered Suitcase did an article called The Most Overused Words in Travel Writing. Now, the next letter we're going to cover today is conversational. When you've written your content, read it out loud. Make it conversational. A great way to test how your travel story sounds is to read it out loud. Does it sound like the way you normally talk to people? We normally speak in shorter sentences, so are your sentences short enough that you don't run out of breath while you're reading it? If you do, then it's too long. But don't make all the sentences short. 
that would make your travel story sound choppy. What you need to do is vary the length and make some of your sentences short and some longer. Mix it up and give your readers some variety. Keep reading out loud and rewriting your article until it sounds conversational and natural. Make it sound like you're talking to a friend. Next, we're going to look at C for cadence. Having short and long sentences helps to vary the cadence or pace of your story. From a reader's perspective, it speeds it up or slows it down. One way to use cadence is to add drama to your writing. When drama is building in your scene, you can help it along by using shorter sentences, which will quicken the speed your audience reads at. On the other hand, if you're writing about a contemplative train journey, using longer sentences will lull your audience into that same contemplative mood. Cadence is one element of your writer's voice. The language and cadence you use, coupled with your unique perspective and the way you choose to tell your story, for example, humorous, approachable, ironic, etc., these are the building blocks in creating a piece of writing that identifies it as uniquely yours. And the last letter C that we're covering today is cycle back to the beginning at the end. Now, your article needs a beginning and an end in order to feel complete and whole. And when you tie the two together, it makes your article feel cohesive and well thought out. So when you're looking at ways to wrap up your article, don't forget to circle back to the beginning to help you craft the conclusion to your story. If you let your ending just trail off or it feels like it has an abrupt ending, it can make the readers feel unfulfilled or uneasy. Your opening contained a hook to draw your readers into your article. Now, this may have been a thought, an idea, or a question, but it was an element that intrigued them enough to keep reading. And your ending needs to reiterate the points you made in your article, but it shouldn't simply be a restating of the same information. Instead, you can use memorable imagery, some facts, or a personal anecdote to illustrate your point of view or create a sense of closure for your reader. For example, if you started your article with a preconceived idea of a new destination, your middle could share your experiences and your anecdotes so that your reader can see that you've changed your point of view. And then at the end of your article, you can summarize how this new insight has impacted you. A simple example of this is I contributed to a guest article about how to get started in travel blogging for a website called Encounter Travel. And in the beginning of the article, I revealed that when I started my travel blog, I blogged under a pen name because I didn't want anyone to know I was sharing my life online. And I used Roving J so nobody knew it was me. And then the rest of the article goes on to explain my travel blogging adventures the different travel books I've written, my travel guides. And then I summarize the article with, I'm now the proud owner of eight blogs and I no longer care who knows I'm a blogger. Even though it was a short article, it shows my transformation and I use the ending to loop back to a point I made at the beginning. So that's it. We've wrapped up the letter C and we've covered cliches, cadence, conversational and circling back to the beginning at the end. We're going to carry on with this A to Z podcast series. But I just wanted to let you know that 
Each of these A to Z collections is available in an article on my website and the text versions are already up to the letter J. So as you can see, the podcast is lagging behind just a little bit. If you're on my mailing list, you'll have received my July newsletter already. And the theme for this month was all about overcoming writer's block and where to get inspiration to fill up that blank page. I shared links for some guest posts I wrote on different blogs and also articles on my own website. I also did a call out for beta readers for my next book, Fast Drafting for Travel Bloggers. And this book is for travel bloggers who want to create a better note-taking habit when they're traveling so that when they're back home, they can incorporate all of the memorable moments from the trip without having to rely on their memory. And if you're available to be a beta reader, head over to my website and visit my homepage and click on the image at the bottom of the page. And that's where you can enter my monthly free prize draw to win a travel writing book. And in the sign-up form, it gives you the option of opting in to be a beta reader. As well as the monthly free book giveaway, I also offer a free PDF download. So if you visit any of my blog posts, in the panel on the left-hand side, look out for a banner that says, grab this month's free download. At the moment, we're offering a free monthly download of my introduction to Five Senses Travel Journaling. This technique is a way to improve your travel writing by using your sensory words to recreate an image in your reader's imagination. Well, that about wraps it up for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you find these A to Z travel writing tips useful and inspirational to encourage you to put pen to paper and keep writing, writing, writing. You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.